What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 124 of the Tatiana Harness podcast. Today, I am going to be going over a couple of different things. One of them gonna be one of them is going to be some of the top waved players in the WNBA. Since I didn't get to touch on that the last time because my episode was like 50 minutes long because I couldn't stop talking about everything. And then secondly, I'm going to be going over about the first couple days of the WNBA and what those games have been like, what's uh, been underrated, what's not been, whatever, whatever. And then I'm going to go into some power rankings in which the day before, um, oh wait, uh, yeah, like a week before the league started, um, power rankings came out, and so I'm going to say those, and I'm going to compare them to what mine are, and also what my updated power rankings are after the first couple of days. But first, before I get to that, I want to talk about how I just finished up EYBL Session 2. That was actually out in Phoenix, Arizona, so it was a local tournament for me, in which, oh my goodness, it was amazing. My team, um, we played really hard and we got some team wins and we played strong as a team just in general. Um, and actually today was the last day of EYBL Session 2 and we were down uh, 3 with 16 seconds to go in the game. And so I bring the ball down the court, and of course they're like full court pressuring me, which they were doing this the whole game. So I had to keep on turning my back to the basket and like backing him down to just get across half court. And so I get across half court. There's probably about nine seconds left at this point. I'm trying to get my own shot off, but I can't create like much open space. So I pass the ball to one of our shooters. Well, she ends up like taking a dribble downhill, can't get a shot off. She passes it back to me with about four seconds to go. I take a dribble forward, and she's still right on me, so I have to pick it up. I'm thinking about passing, but at this point, there's only like two and a half, three seconds left on the clock. So I'm knowing at this point, like I'm going to have to shoot it. So I pump fake, I get her up in the air, and then I just chuck it. In which, if you look on my story right now, at Tati underscore Harness on Instagram... Um, you'll see it on my story and I ended up banking in this three pointer and it was pretty amazing. It was an awesome experience. Sent us into overtime. Um, we fought really hard this game as we only had six players as, uh, one of our players got hurt. And so that was really good. But, um, yeah, I just say that that was such an amazing experience. Um, something I will never forget. That's for sure. And one of my top buzzer beaters. So, I think that that was one of the highlights of my tournament, that's for sure. Um, but also, just like all the games in general, just a big learning experience. I know it was very competitive. Uh, my dad, aka, AKA Pops, aka Coach Mike, counted it. One of my games, I actually had like seven steals. So, I had a pretty good defensive tournament overall. Offensively, I can be more aggressive, taking some more of my own shots and creating some more space. But... Overall, um, I got my team set up. Uh, I play point guard, and so I got my team set up and put them where they needed to be and uh, made some really good passes. I also got downhill when needed to, and so um, a lot to learn from from this last weekend, but it was pretty amazing. Um, I just I like the EYBL experience in general. Every game is just extremely competitive, and one thing about it, you can never underestimate anybody because there were a couple shooters we underestimated, um, but they ended up like shooting the heck out of the ball. So, um, 
yeah, I just think that uh, there's a lot to learn from in these types of experiences. So, EYBL session two was a success. We got session three, aka Nike Nationals, coming up in July in Chicago. So, that's the actual real championship, which should be um, a pretty cool experience as well. Alright, so first off, I'm going to get into the waived players before I get into the actual WNBA season and some of the biggest names that got waived. I will start off with Emily Angsler. I was shocked she got waived and um, she got waived by the Washington Mystics. Like, she's such a good player. She was playing well in preseason also. I was shocked that they waived her. And I know that somebody picked her up as well. Let me actually search it up real quick. Um, and I think that I'm glad somebody picked her up because she is, like, fantastic, fantastic, and she had a pretty good year last year, too, um, being that she was just a rookie, so, uh, let me see, the Washington Mystics have waived, okay, I got that, that they waived her, um, I'm pretty sure, is it, hmm, well, I am not seeing it exactly, but I just think it was pretty, yeah, wow, I don't see it. But this is just a sign that the WNBA really needs to expand, um, and so I think that they definitely need to expand the league just in general because you got, you're waving all these amazing players that can literally, like, all these amazing players can be put together on a team and be an actual WNBA team, so... WNBA needs to expand. Um, also, another player that was waived was Charlie Collier from the Dallas Wings. Charlie Collier last year was the number one pick in the in the WNBA draft and had a fantastic year. And from the Dallas Wings, let me look at this roster. Dallas Wings. Okay, let's see. Who are their bigs? They got Satu Sabali, Tierra McCowan, Natasha Howard. Okay, a walk queer. So I guess they have some pretty decent bigs, but... At the same time, like, at least another team can pick her up. Somebody like, um, honestly, somebody like the Indiana Fever could use her. I know they have uh, Aaliyah Boston, but they could use her. Seattle Storm can use Charlie Collier. Honestly, even the Phoenix Mercury can use her. Um, There's so many teams that can be using her right now, but they didn't pick her up, which is so shocking to me. Going from the number one pick in the WNBA draft the year before and now being waived not even on a team. Um, so I found that pretty interesting. Another one is Kaylani Brown from the Dallas Wings. That was somebody that I put as an underrated player for them, and then she got waived. I was shocked by that one. Obviously, Dallas got rid of some of their bigs and posts, um, and so, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Another one was Ray Burrell, Burrell and Carly Samuelson from the Los Angeles Sparks. Those two made no sense. Both of them are amazing. Two different players in their own way and everything. But still, those were, like, so odd. And then they waved a bunch of rookies. Connecticut Sun waved Caitlin Bickle and Jayla Everett, which are both rookies. And then the New York Liberty waved Dee Dee Richards, who is an incredible defender and an incredible scorer. She could be, like, honestly, I could see her being in the starting lineup of a team. Obviously, the New York Liberty are stacked, but still... Oh, I just yawned. Oh, excuse me. 
And then, unfortunately, Brea Beal was waived from the Minnesota Lynx. And I was shocked by this one, but Indiana Fever waived Destiny Henderson. And it was so sad because I mentioned this in my last episode because this one had just come out. But Destiny Henderson had a chance to play back with Aaliyah Boston and Victoria Saxton from South Carolina. But then she got waived, which made no sense to me. She is, like, outstanding. Um, so that was an interesting one and a surprise for sure. And then two more rookies that got waived. Three more, four more, five. Wow. Five more rookies that got waived. Monica Susano from the Los Angeles Sparks, which I was shocked by because I thought she was going to be an underrated player this year. Abby Myers from the Dallas Wings, which I said was also going to be an underrated player. Alexis Morris from the Connecticut Sun. Ashton Pretchell from the Connecticut Sun. And Diamond Battles from the Connecticut Sun all got waived. All these rookies. And I saw this pretty interesting stat that like 19 of the 35 players picked um, were waived or aren't on the team anymore, which I found so interesting. Also, another one is... um, Damira's Dauntis from the Minnesota Lynx, she got waived too, which made no sense to me because she was like a huge piece for them last year. So I did not understand whatsoever why they waived her. And um, yeah, she is just a fantastic player in general. So really makes no sense. Um, And so, yeah, but I don't know. Next up, we're going to get to some into the, oh, That was it for the waived players. Um, obviously, there were some more, but I'm not going to go through everybody because there are a lot of waived players. But I'm going to get into some of the WNBA games now, which started on May 19th. And so um, there were some pretty good games. Um, unfortunately, since I was playing, I didn't get to watch any of them. But I did get to look at the stat sheet, and I will share that with you guys right now. Um and so, let's see. Okay, okay. So, first game, we had the Connecticut Sun against the Indiana Fever. The Connecticut Sun won this game 70-61. to Leading scorers in this game um, for the Sun was Dewana Bonner. She had 19 points. For the Indiana Fever was Kelsey Mitchell, who had 20. And I told you guys, Kelsey Mitchell is going to be a huge piece for them this year uh, for the Indiana Fever. Leading rebounders for the Sun was Alyssa Thomas. She had 11. And for the Indiana Fever, both Nalissa Smith and Aaliyah Boston had 9 rebounds. And Aaliyah Boston has made her name known in the league already just by being in here. So she's having a pretty good start to her season um, in which she actually starts in the starting lineup for the Indiana Fever. For assist on for the Sun, Alyssa Thomas, who is a big but is also an amazing passer, um, she had six assists, and on the other side for the Fever, 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 <laughs> um, Erica Wheeler had five assists. Okay, and then for steals and or blocks for the Sun, Alyssa Thomas had three blocks, and Queen Egbo for the Fever also had three blocks. So obviously, you could see that outstanding performer in this game for the Connecticut Sun was Alyssa Thomas, who had I think she had like a set sixteen points. Um, and then obviously she had 11 rebounds, six, six assists and three blocks, which led them to a nine point win over the Indiana fever. Next up, we had a really good game. Well, was going to be a really good game between the Washington mystics and the New York Liberty, which for those of you that are listening and who had listened to my last podcast, 
you guys know that I think the Mystics are going to finish above the Liberty, and I still feel the same way. And for Bryce, I know you're in here listening. Um, he didn't think that I was going to be correct on this one. And now he just says it's only one game because the Washington Mystics beat the New York Liberty 80-64. to So this was a good one for the Mystics. Leading scorers were Ariel Atkins and Natasha Cloud with 14 points. Brittany Sykes played a key piece for them who had nine rebounds. Natasha Cloud also had six assists. And Brittany Sykes also had five steals. So she was a really big defender and really big key piece for them in this game. Um, for the New York, New York Liberty, Sabrina Ionescu had 18 points. Brianna Stewart had 12 rebounds. Courtney Vandersloot had six assists. And both Courtney Vandersloot and Brianna Stewart had two steals. So um, this was a shocking win in most people's opinion, but not mine because I had said it before that the Mystics are better than the Liberty. So I was not shocked by this at all, you guys. So next game, we had the Chicago Sky versus the Minnesota Lynx in which the Chicago Sky won this game 77-66. to And I was honestly really surprised by the score. I did not think that the Sky were going to beat the Lynx. Um, but you know what? They did, and they beat them by 11, which was pretty shocking to me. The leading scorer for the Sky in this game was Kalia Copper, who really stepped up this game. And she had 20 points, and she also had 7 rebounds and 5 assists. Uh, another person that was also a leading rebounder was Courtney Williams, who also had seven rebounds. Um, in this game, Rebecca Gardner played a really big defensive role in which she had seven... I was going to say seven rebounds, but she did not have seven rebounds. She had four steals is what I was trying to say. Um, and so, again, I think that Rebecca Gardner is extremely underrated, but nobody else just tends to agree with me for some reason. She's a great player. On the Lynx side, Nafisa Collier had 17 points. Jessica Shepard actually had a really good game. She had 8 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists, so a pretty good overall game. And then Nafisa Collier also had 4 blocks. So it was really those two doing a little bit of everything, and then everybody else was kind of all over the place, you know? So then the next game was the Los An- were the Los Angeles Sparks versus the Phoenix Mercury in which the Los Angeles Sparks won this game 94 to 71 so it wasn't even close um for the Sparks uh Neka Gwumake had 17 points and Chinea Gwumake had uh 7 rebounds so the sister duo had a pretty uh good game together and then Jordan Canada had five assists. And Neka Gumuke, even though she's a big, she had three steals. So she played some outstanding defense, as usual. For the Phoenix Mercury, it was Brittany Griner's first game back in about 575 days, which was is absolutely insane. And it's just so amazing to see her back out there on the court. Um, she played fantastic in her... Uh, in the first game of the season, which she had 18 points, and she also had four blocks in this game. Uh, leading rebounders were Brianna Turner and Diana Taurasi. Both had seven rebounds, and Diana Taurasi also had five assists. Um, for the next day, oh, okay. So I feel like the win of the day is a tie between the Chicago Sky and the Washington Mystics. Um, for the Chicago Sky, I say so is because no everybody expected them to be at the bottom this year, which honestly, I am the exact same. I put them at number 10. Um, and obviously, they started off the season strong. Let's just hope to see that they could come that way, come out that 
finish that way and continue to be that way. Um, obviously, they think that they have something to prove and they're showing it. And they played against a team that is definitely ranked higher than them and went ahead and beat them by double digits. So I feel like that was a pretty strong win. As well as the Washington Mystics over the New York Liberty, Elena Deladon definitely backed up her statement in saying that they got to watch out for the Mystics. And so I feel like those were two um those two are tied for wins of the day because I cannot like choose one over the other. Okay, so now we go on to 5-20. Um and there were a total of two games, but two pretty decent games. And um the it was the okay so the first game were was the Dallas Wings versus the Atlanta Dream in which the Dallas Wings won this game 85 to 78 and Arika Gumbawale had herself a game for she plays for the Wings and she had herself 27 points and 3 steals so obviously uh Gumbawale she's just a straight up scorer and I actually took her my fantasy team Oh, that's something else I forgot to mention at the beginning. I'm also going to tell you guys my fantasy team, which is also going to be so fun. Um, okay, but going back to the game, um, outside of Agumba Wale, Natasha Howard also played well. She had 10 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. And another leading assister was Satusa Bali with 3 assists as well. For the Atlanta Dream, Ryan Howard had 20 points. Cheyenne Parker had 11 rebounds. Alicia Gray had 7 assists. And Nia Coffey had 4 blocks. Honestly, I think the Dream played pretty well in this game. And I just think that Dallas Wings are just the better team in general. And so they ended up um, winning this game. But obviously the Dream, I based on the numbers, it looks like they played pretty decent. Then this game, the Las Vegas Aces versus the Seattle Storm. So considered the best team in the league versus the worst team in the league this year. And the Aces blew them out by 40. The Aces won 105 to 64. 105 points is absolutely insane. Um, Leading scores for the Aces, Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young both had 23 points, which is outstanding. Asia Wilson had 13 rebounds. Chelsea Gray had six assists. And Candace Parker had three blocks. Obviously, the stars showed out in this game. Um, uh, as for the Seattle Storm, Jewel Lloyd had 22 points. Mercedes Russell had an outstanding nine rebounds. Jewel Lloyd had four assists. And Ezzy Magbagor had four steals. It's going to be a tough season for the Seattle Storm, that's for sure. All right, now we move on to 521, in which... Oh, I'll go on for the win of the day. The win of the day, I will definitely say was the Wings. Everybody expected the Aces to win. Um, Some people thought that the Wings' dream game was going to be close, but the Wings just played out an outstanding game. So I'm going to give the win of the day to the Wings. Okay, so now we move on to 5-21, and I'm actually going to take a sip of water real fast because my mouth is getting dry from all this talking. Okay, you can probably hear the water in the back. <laughs> okay, so... Now we move on to 521, in which there were three games. And first off, we had the Connecticut Sun versus the Washington Mystics, which I was shocked by this win. But the Connecticut Sun beat the Washington Mystics, which is so amazing, but also so, like, not amazing at the same time, because I think the Washington Mystics are up there for sure. But um, Connecticut Sun played an outstanding game. They won this game by 6, 80-74. 
Dewana Bonner had 21 points, and Alyssa Thomas had an outstanding 16 rebounds. And Alyssa Thomas also had six assists and three steals. So Alyssa Thomas just continues to show out all the way around. As for the Washington Mystics, the underrated superstar, in my opinion, is Shakira Austin. She had 21 points as well as 11 rebounds. Elena Deladon added in there 11 rebounds as well and two blocks. Natasha Cloud also had six assists. One thing about the Mystics, they actually move the ball really well to each other and play well as a team. Um, The Connecticut Sun just seemed to be like crushing it just in general. All right, next game, we have the New York Liberty versus the Indiana Fever, in which the New York Liberty won this game at 90-73. to And you guys won't believe it unless you saw it on Instagram. But Brianna Stewart had a, a game of her life. To, wait, okay. Had an amazing game, a game of her life, in which she scored 45 points and also added in their 12 rebounds, which is insane. Keep in mind, she scored 45 points in three quarters. That reminds me to during high school season when I scored 42 points in like 21 minutes. Um, but either way, this isn't about me. This is about Brianna Stewart, who had want herself one heck of a game. Also in there, um, Courtney Vandersloot and, and Sabrina Ionescu each had eight assists. And Epiphany Prince in there added, oh, I didn't write down steals or blocks, but I will assume Epiphany Prince added in there two steals. Um, but this game was all about Brianna Stewart, that's for sure. That was a tough matchup because I'm pretty sure Aaliyah Boston guarded her a little bit too, so that's a tough matchup for her, that's for sure. Um, but for the Indiana Fever, uh, Nelissa Smith had 16 points and 12 rebounds, had herself a double-double, and Kelsey Mitchell had three assists and three steals. So definitely a great and much-needed win for the Liberty. And lastly, we had the Chicago Sky versus the Phoenix Mercury, which the Chicago Sky proved themselves again and got a big win over the Mercury, in which they won 75-69. to Kalia Copper is doing an amazing job leading this team, both just in leadership and scoring in general. She led the game. She led um, the team with 15 points. Elizabeth Williams, who is in the starting lineup for them, um, she had eight rebounds. Courtney Williams had seven assists, and Christine Anagui had two blocks. Um, on the Phoenix Mercury side, it was Brittany Griner's home debut, so of course, crowd was just about sold out. Brittany Greiner had 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 blocks. She had herself one heck of a game. And adding in there, Brittany Tur- Brianna Turner also had 10, block- 10 rebounds. Oh my gosh, not 10 blocks. And Diana Trossi had 6 assists. The win of the day for 521, I will definitely say, is the Connecticut Sun over the Washington Mystics. Because I did not expect them to win that game, but... They played really well. Next up would definitely be the Chicago Sky over the Mercury. Okay, so that's all the games. We've had a total of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 games already into the WNBA season. Um, Coming up uh, tomorrow. Wait, what's the date today? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Today is the 21st. Coming up in two days on Tuesday, we have the Washington Mystics versus the Connecticut Sun again. Okay, why does that sound wrong? I'm going to double check that because they literally just played. Um, and I don't know how I would mistake this, but let's just double check and make sure, you guys. 
Oh, yep, I'm not wrong. So the Washington Mystics and the Connecticut Sun play each other again. Don't be surprised if the Washington Mystics get their uh, get their comeback win on this one. And the Minnesota Lynx and the Atlanta Dream also play um, on this day as well. Coming up on the 25th, the Los Angeles Sparks and the Las Vegas Aces play each other, as well as the Phoenix Mercury and the Minnesota Lynx. So we got a couple good games coming up, that's for sure. Um, so we got to make sure we stay tuned for those. All right, now I'm going to move over to the power rankings. So the WNBA slash ESPN put out their power rankings, and I'll list those first. So they have the Las Vegas Aces at number one, which almost everybody does. They either have them or the New York Liberty. They then have the New York Liberty at number two, Washington Mystics at number three, Connecticut Sun at number four, Dallas Wings at number five, Phoenix Mercury at number six, Minnesota Lynx at number seven, Los Angeles Sparks at number eight, Atlanta Dream at number nine, Chicago Sky at number 10, Seattle Storm at number 11, and the Indiana Fever at number 12. My personal power rankings before the season started is Las Vegas Aces at number 1, which I agreed with uh, the other power rankings. I then switched the New York Liberty and Washington Mystics and had the Mystics at number 2 and the Liberty at number 3. I agreed with the Connecticut Sun and Dallas Wings at 4 and 5. Then is where things get interesting. I have the Minnesota Lynx at number six, so one spot up. I then have the Los Angeles Sparks at number seven, one spot up as well. I have the Phoenix Mercury two spots down from the other power rankings at number eight. And then I just about, and then I agree with Atlanta Dream at number nine and Chicago Sky at number 10. And then I switched the Indiana Fever to number 11 and Seattle Storm to number 12. Now, after the first nine games, I switched around my power rankings a little bit to where I still have the same top four at the Aces, number one, Mystics, number two, Liberty, number three, and the Sun, number four. I then have the Los Angeles Sparks at number five, the Dallas Wings at number six, so I just switched those two spots. Uh, No, I just moved the Dallas Wings down one. I then put the Chicago Sky at number 7 as they are now 2 and 0 to start off the season. And I have at number I have at number 8, I have the Minnesota Lynx. And then at 9, I have the Atlanta Dream. I then have the Phoenix Mercury at number 10, Indiana Fever at number 11, and Seattle Storm at number 12. So it'll be interesting to see how how things change and I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly that um this stuff uh the power rankings come out every monday so should be tomorrow so make sure you stay tuned for that okay i am now flipping over to my fantasy team if i could get there i've written so many notes the last couple days here we go so i actually filled out two different fantasy teams and which both teams are absolutely stacked Okay, so I'll start off with my regular fantasy team, Tati's fantasy team. So at guard, I have Alicia Gray from the Dallas Wings, who's had a tough, uh, has had a good start to her season. At our other guard, I have Chelsea Gray from the Las Vegas Aces, and then and and then at forward slash center, I have Nafisa Collier from the Minnesota Lynx. The next forward slash center, I have Elena Deladon. From the Washington Mystics. 
The next forward slash center, I have Brianna Jones from the Connecticut Sun. At my utility spot, I have Sophie Cunningham. On the bench, I have Natasha. Oh, by the way, Sophie Cunningham's from the Phoenix Mercury. On the bench, I have Natasha Cloud from the Washington Mystics, Derricka Hamby from the Los Angeles Sparks, and Jordan Canada from the Los Angeles Sparks. That team, I think, is just a tiny bit worse than my other team, but I think that this team is absolutely stacked, and they've just got a bunch of key role players on this team. Then I go on to my Harness Fantasy team, in which this team is absolutely stacked with players. At guard, I have Enrique Agumbawale. At my second guard, I have Ari- Oh, Enrique is from the Dallas Wings, by the way. At my other guard, I have Ariel Atkins from the Washington Mystics. At my forward slash center, I have the one and only Alyssa Thomas from the Connecticut Sun, which I'm so stoked on that pick. And then at forward slash center, I have Nalissa Smith, who's had a great start to her season from the Indiana Fever. I then have the superstar Shakira Austin from the um, Washington Mystics. I then, on my utility, have Diamond Miller, the most outstanding rookie in the game right now, in my opinion. Uh, and for, on my bench, I got Diana Taurasi, the GOAT from the Phoenix Mercury. I then have Elizabeth Williams from, oh my gosh, I believe the Dallas Wings, if I can remember correctly. And then I also have Olivia Nelson Adota from. Switch back and forth. One second here, you guys. I believe she's on the Los Angeles Sparks, but I just want to double check because I hate getting this stuff wrong. Okay, it looks like I have it wrong. Where is she? Um, hang on, you guys. Just a second. Um, I wrote down all. I wrote down every single roster. Um, believe it or not, I will have to post it on my story so you guys believe me. I wrote down every single roster on my uh, on a piece of paper, which I is good to reflect back to when you don't know which player is on which team. Oh, Olivia Nelson Adota is on the Connecticut Sun. That's right. She got traded. So she got traded back home. That is right. Okay. So that is all I had for you guys today, actually. Um, I just wanted to go over uh, my, uh, the WNBA power rankings, in my opinion. Um, and then also the start to the season, some waived players, power rankings, I already said, WNBA games, games coming up, and then obviously my fantasy team and my EYBL experience this past weekend. So I appreciate every single one of you guys tuning in. Thank you guys all for listening today. Stay tuned as I have a guest coming on this week, and that will be pretty awesome. So stay tuned for that. That now wraps up episode 124 of the Tatiana Harness Podcast.